Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. Tonight, I'm going to be discussing the the resurrection of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the importance of his resurrection, because without the resurrection of Jesus, there is, uh, we have no, nothing upon which to base our faith. Everything about who we are as believing ones is dependent upon this one great truth. That is, Jesus was raised out from among the dead. He stood up after three days. And that is the foundation of our faith, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, let me say that we, you know as well as I, we live in a time in which people, many people do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus. They believe in what they might term an anti-supernaturalistic faith, and they will say that their faith does not depend on the resurrection of Jesus. And that may very well be, but the Bible teaches supernaturalism and biblical supernaturalism. And we see the power of God at work in the resurrection of Jesus. Now, I want to read some verses to you first from the book of Isaiah. I want you to see uh, some very important things that are written about the person of Jesus in prophecy. Uh, Isaiah was the one of the great 8th century prophets. And this is what he writes about the person of Jesus. And these are prophecies that have to do uh, with his suffering. So I'm going to uh, read from Isaiah chapter 50, verse 6, which reads, I offered my back to those who beat me, and my cheeks to, to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Verse 7, because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore have I set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. So these, uh, once again, Isaiah chapter 50, verses 5 and 6, these are very important uh, prophecies uh, that are what we part of what we call the, the servant songs in the book of Isaiah, and they speak about uh, the person of Jesus. And I want you to get some idea about what he suffered. And so 
just notice carefully uh, the language and the detail that Isaiah gives about our Lord's suffering. I offered my back to those who beat me, verse 6 once again. And my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Isaiah goes on. And now I'm going to be reading from Isaiah chapter 52, beginning at verse 13. Isaiah 52, beginning at verse 13. See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Verse 14. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond human likeness. I want you to get what Isaiah is teaching us. I want you to understand uh, the prophecies uh, of, about his suffering, the suffering of our Lord on our behalf. And remember John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not die but have eternal life. Listen once again to Isaiah's words, verse, verse 14, speaking about the suffering of our Lord. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond human likeness. I want you to see, I want you to understand uh, what is written in the Word of God about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, and Isaiah 53, uh, the, which is the famous chapter, one of the most famous chapters in the book of Isaiah, uh, speaks also about our Lord. Who has, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? That, that is a word picture meaning strength or power of the Lord. He grew up before him like a tender shoot. And like a root out of parched ground is the sense in the Hebrew. A root out of parched ground. He has no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and familiar, not merely acquainted with grief, but familiar with grief. Like one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities, our weaknesses, and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. Now remember, that according to the scriptures, not according to someone's religion, but according to the scriptures, Jesus was pierced through his hands, through his hands, not through his wrist. He was pierced through his hands. Those nails were five to seven inches long, and we 
we believe, maybe three-eighths of an inch in diameter. And the nails were driven through his feet. And also remember, the spear that the Roman soldier held uh, was driven into his left side. And we read that out came forth blood and water, which tells us that the pericardium, that is the sac around the heart, had been pierced. And so if you want more detail, please read Psalm 22, which speaks about uh, the crucifixion of our Savior. And then Psalm 23 is our glorious uh, psalm, which is a companion psalm to uh, Psalm 22. Beautiful. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And then we go... Uh, I'm skipping around a bit. We go to Matthew's gospel, <clears throat> and Matthew, uh, so we're in chapter 27, speaks about the resurrection of our, about the crucifixion of our Savior, and what a more of his suffering. Jesus was buried. Um, Pilate gave the body uh, to uh, Joseph of Arimathea. And then we read in uh, Matthew 27, 59, that Joseph, that Joseph of Arimathea took the body, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. And so... Uh, in chapter 28 of Matthew, we read about, uh, in verse 2, we read that there is a violent earthquake for an, for an angel of the Lord to come down. It came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. And his appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow and the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid, for I know, or said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. That is the evidence, the place where Jesus had been put uh, or placed by those who loved him after his crucifixion. Then go uh, quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Now, of course, there have been books written that uh, negate or deny uh, the biblical narrative, but they're merely books written by men. Read the word of God. Study the word of God. We go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul talks about the uh, resurrection of Christ. This is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Paul states, Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel that is the good news to you, Angelion. I preach to you which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved. Listen to the language. 
by this good news. You are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 other brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. And so this is, please read the entire chapter of 1 Corinthians 15, because here Paul talks about the importance of understanding the resurrection of our Lord and Savior and what it means for our faith. Please read it, read it prayerfully, take your time, and may God grant you insight, deeper and a richer insight into his word and into the meaning of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Resurrection, from the Greek, uh, Anastasis Necron, means the standing up of the body. And so you and I will participate in the resurrection if we fall asleep in Jesus before he comes. If, and there, is, uh, there will be others who are alive, and when he comes, uh, they will also receive resurrection bodies. But believers have died first, will receive their resurrection bodies first, and those which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will also receive their resurrection bodies. And we will meet him in the upper atmosphere with other believers. What a glorious faith we have. What a glorious future. May God give you peace and joy in the understanding of his word. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.